Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, it's Misty. This is Lattes and Legends. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning, good night, evening, whatever time it is. It's Saturday afternoon-ish where I am. And I was taking a break from cleaning the house and getting firewood ready to record this podcast. So here I am. I'm really happy to be here. I got lots of new downloads, subscribers, couple fan mail that was not really pleasant. Here's the thing. If you don't like my voice, don't send me an email that says your voice sucks. Because guess what? I can't change it. Um, so you don't have to listen. And that's cool. I don't mind. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to be upset. Keyboard warriors, go back to your basement. Go back go far, far away, and you can listen to something else. Maybe someone with a sexy, sultry voice is more your speed, and you know what? That's cool. I'm good. I don't need you. Anyway. (laughs) End of my rant. Um, Hi. I do not have a coffee because here's the thing. I went to heat up my coffee and there was just something missing from the first time I started drinking it. And so I think I tried to overcompensate and overcorrect it. And so I added some stuff and it just wasn't the same. I should have just left it alone. I should have just let it go. So I have water because like I said, I was um, outside getting some firewood ready If you have been following, we have moved after a lot of uh, complications, we'll call them. But we moved, and we're in the middle of nowhere, and we're getting a wood stove very soon. And we need wood, and we live in a giant forest, and it looks like someone tried to start fire mitigation Um, but just sort of left the trees down and all the wood just strewn about. And so we started cleaning it up today. So we're going to do that until we get our wood stove and we're just going to be warm and toasty because it's been a little chilly lately, which I love. Happy October. Yeah. Um... It's my birthday month, guys. I'm stoked. October's my favorite month, if you haven't guessed already. And so um, I'm really excited about what's going to happen next season on the show because it's going to be creepy and bizarre things. So before I start talking about episode five, let's just um, remind you that 
I'm still working on the website. Yes, I know. I do nothing but work from home. I should always be able to do it. No, that's not the case. I did a lot of landscaping last week. And I worked at my soap shop last week. And there's not enough time in the day. So I will work on my website tonight. Pinky promise. And I'll get that up. But there is a website still up. And it's lattesandlegendspodcast.com. You can order stickers or coffee mugs from there. Also, if you're really into spooky Halloween bath and body stuff you can order some stuff from passionflowerbeauty.com that's my soap store (laughs) shameless plug if no one else wants me to advertise i'll advertise myself um also follow me on facebook it's lattes and legends podcast and on instagram it is lattes and legends Some shout-outs. Thanks to all of my front-range friends that always listen. You know who you are. And Christy and Donovan. Hi. I am super stoked because I will be flying out to Atlanta in December. And hopefully I can either talk Christy or Donovan into being a guest on the podcast. Because I'll be there for a little while and we'll have lots of time. Yes. Also one of the emails I got, no, it was a direct message on Instagram, was about how I don't use curse words anymore. And when I do, I apologize. Oh, guess what? I found out my 10-year-old nephew was listening to my podcast. I'm going to try to not use naughty words because I would like to set a great example for him because he loves the show. He does. Mm-hmm. So... I will try my best to keep it PG. All right, so like I said, this is the last of the Cursed Families, and then season five is going to be Tales of the Bazaar, which is awesome because I found this book at an antique store, and I have plugged away at every single page. And I think season five might be a really long season, so there's that. So, let's get into this thing and let's talk about the Nepalese royal family. Sources for this episode are Wikipedia, Britannica.com, FactRepublic.com. That's a really cool site. They do a lot of listicles. Um, And I found a top 10 list of extremely disturbing family curses. So that's what I think started this season, actually. Also, PRI.org, DBpedia.org, and IndiaToday.in. A couple things. I would first like to tell you that I am not from Nepal. Or India, or anywhere over there. I do not speak any of the languages over there. And some of the names and titles in this episode are very difficult for me to pronounce. I have tried my best to listen to the pronunciations 
over and over again. So if I mess it up, I am 100% sorry. I will try to abbreviate. For example, Crown Prince Dependra. I will say Crown Prince D. I hope that I don't offend anybody by this, but like I said, this is not my native tongue, and these words are quite difficult for me. So please bear with me. And if you want to review me on how I pronounce the names, that's cool. I just told you I don't speak this language. Okay? Okay. So let's dive in to the whole gist of this story, shall we? All right, here we go. So the gist of this story, uh, we're going to go to 2001. If you were around, you might have heard of this story. I think I vaguely remember seeing it on television. I don't really remember. So in 2001, the Nepalese crown prince, Dipendra, shot and killed his father, his mother, and seven other members of the royal family before he turned the gun on himself. It had been speculated that he was distraught over his family's refusal to accept his bride. And he'd been drinking heavily before it happened. Mm, booze. He lapsed into a three-day coma during which he was proclaimed king and then he died. His uncle, Gayandra, Gayandra, may we call him Uncle G, Uncle G, King Uncle G, became the king and he ruled for a number of years in a period marked by turbulence and conflict. And then the Democratic Republic was put into place in 2008. Cool. Got that? Perfect. So here's the story and some history. One of the blackest prophecies of Nepal has come true. Hmm. The two-century-old dynasty of the Shah kings finally faltered as Parliament proclaimed the Himalayan Kingdom, a federal democratic republic. Like I said, that was in 2008. Yes, so let's talk about King Gayandra. He was born in Kathmandu, Nepal, in July of 1947. He is considered the last monarch, and he reigned from 2001 to 2008. So he took the Uh, Dependra's father was killed by him and his father Bayendra reigned from 1972 to 2001. Bayendra was the second son of King Mayendra. Yeah, lots of names. Um, And then he had his older brother Bayendra. Cool. All right. So um, these men were very well Educated, they went to university in Kathmandu, also St. Joseph's College in India. Very, very, very educated in politics and government. Um, Bayendra was active in environmental groups and organizations and also had some business deals happening. Oh, yeah. He traveled abroad frequently and went to the United States, Russia, New Zealand, all over. So in June 2001... This is when Dipendra killed his father, and that's when his uncle took on the country. Yes, 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 yes. Um, So here's the thing. A lot of 
unrest was going on in Nepal at the time. There were um, some radical factions that were about in 1996, and they had a lot of issues with the royal family. Mm -hmm. So let's take a look at some other facts about this family and how the curse could be. All right, so when King Gayendra lost his throne, many people started to trace back the so-called curse of the Nepalese royal family. So one of the curses goes all the way back to the 11th century, and there was a man hmm, by the name of, oops, just lost my notes, Goran, I don't know, we'll call him Gore. I don't know, I don't know. So Gore was an 11th century yogi, and he was claimed to have supernatural powers. Yeah, so at this time, there was a lot going on with royalists, and it was just, again, political unrest. These things happened back then, and still kind of do. So this yogi was believed to be the protector of the ancient kingdom of Gorka, and that is where King Gayandra's forefathers came from. So according to this legend, the founder of the kingdom of Nepal, who began the conquest of petty kingdoms and brought them under one rule, once came across the holy man in the forest. The king offered some curd to the meditating yogi who regurgitated it and then asked the king to drink it. This king, who was Gayandra's forefather, was so repulsed and he rejected this offer and he threw it onto the ground. The white stream of curd dribbled on the king's feet and the enraged holy man cursed the royal family. He said that the family would be obliterated because of his pride after 10 generations. He chose the number 10 because the curd dripped and ran like a stream onto his 10 toes. Mmm, super. This is where the curse comes from. Isn't that pretty gross? Yeah. So now I'm going to dive into Dipendra, the one who murdered his entire family and then shot himself. So he was born in 1871 and died on June 4th, 2001. He was the king for three days. In this family, also, there were um, some supernatural indications that this family was overambitious. And Gyandra, even though he was king for not very long, he was one of the most, he was one of the kings that was most overambitious, is that? No, that's grammatically incorrect. He was overambitious, not most overambitious. Um, so he decided that he would not offer worship at the temple of Kumari, who is the living goddess who is rec- regarded as the protector of the royal family. And he actually went 
to offer his worship as a commoner, not as a king, which was unheard of at the time. And finally, the Friday myth put the cap on evil prophecies. On Friday, the last day of his rule, Parliament abolished the kingdom's two-century-old monarchy to make it a federal democratic republic. Oh, speaking of Fridays, hmm. the day Friday was always superstitious to the royal family of Nepal. Coincidentally enough, the massacre happened on Friday, and the parliament's proclamation that Nepal was a republic happened on a Friday. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have compared this tragedy to Macbeth or other literary tragedies, which, I mean, you know, it all kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, let's talk about some astrology stuff. So, royal astrologers indicated that there were no auspicious dates soon after 2005, and the period of mourning due to Biandra's death and the fresh political turmoil stoked by the king's power grab resulted in the government never holding a formal coronation ceremony. Hmm. So there were lots of events that the royal astrologers also pointed out. One of them had predicted a massacre of some sort, but never got too far into it. But he did. He, she, I don't know. They, they said that the family would all die in a very harsh way, such as a massacre. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so speaking of the massacre, there were a lot of rumors and drama around uh, Dipendra killing his whole family. I said earlier that some that he had been drinking too much. So one of the rumors was that he was in a drunken rage and he decided to kill his family. He just started firing at the royals. Um, So this is what I found from one of those sources. I don't remember which one, but I said it at the beginning. And they say, until now, the official explanation for the killings had been an accident. But few of 22 million people in the Himalayan mountain kingdom had not already heard through the grapevine that Dipendra was guilty of the crime. Riots followed the coronation ceremony and the angry angry and confused Nepalese grieved for their leading members of the royal family. Hmm. One of them wrote in a newspaper article that the situation was not serious and that the concerned ministry would look over the security measures if necessary. Mm, a riot of angry civilians. That's not serious, is it? No. Um, there was also a rumor that um, his family did not like the woman that he was with. And so that was the other reason that he decided to kill them. So there's lots of things that we could uh, blame on this. But at the end, there was the self-inflicted gunshot wound. And that is how he left this world. Crazy, huh? 
crazy, crazy, crazy world we live in. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to thank you guys for listening today. Another short and sweet one. However, I have an idea that next season is not going to be short and sweet because I've already found so much material. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's all the things. So I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. Have a wonderful week. And I will be talking to you sooner than later. Keep an eye on the new website. I promise I'll start something on it. I just need to be motivated. Which calls for another cup of coffee. Mm. Have a cup of coffee. And enjoy your day. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.